from the lives of our saints. Our church celebrates the feast day of Saint Aquilina. The following are some details on her life and works. Aquilina was exceedingly well schooled in Christian doctrine by her father. He himself was a devout Christian at a time when the last to be expected to follow Christ was the nobility. Aquilina amazed not only her father, but Christian teachers and scholars as well. They saw no reason why the child's desire to serve the Lord should be denied simply because of her tender years, principally because she showed a genius for oratory, as well as the written rhetoric one would accept from a senior citizen. Encouraged by those about her in a carefully guarded plan to allow her full reign in God's work, she was not much past the age of five when she was permitted to address crowds who marvelled at the child's wisdom and the authority with which she presented the case for Christ. The crowd's initial reaction was that of curiosity at the sight of this girl child on a podium, but their curiosity soon gave way to respect. They went away all the more convinced of the truth of the Messiah, especially having heard it so wondrously expressed by a girl so young that she had to have a spark of the divine in her. Commencing at the age of five, when she put away childish, childish things, Aquilina spent the next seven years as a missionary of the Lord. She was accompanied by men old enough to be her grandfather, who did not lock down on this child, but looked up to her and in doing so got a closer look at the divine grace that lay within this child. The years passed without serious threat, primarily because the pagan enemies looked at this tiny female preacher and went away laughing that anyone would be so foolhardy as to listen to her meaningless denunciation of the gods. There was one man, however, who came to see Aquilina in the true light in which she was beheld by Christians. This one man was to prove the undoing of a fantastic child whom he considered to be a dwarf or an adult in a child's body. The man's name was Nicodemus, an honourable name he did not deserve, who was a lackey of local officials, taking special delight in exposing Christians, and thereafter even greater delight in seeing them tortured to death. The vile Nicodemus was convinced that this youngster was a real menace to the Roman state, perhaps more so because her innocent appearance carried an appeal that was lacking in the mature preachers. Bringing a twelve-year-old to justice was quite another matter, because even the die-hard pagans could not believe that any harm would come from a girl who to them might just as well be reading mythical tales like any other schoolgirl. But Nicodemus persisted, and when he had won enough to his side, the girl was brought in for trial, tortured and then beheaded on the 13th of June 298.